Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Welcome back to 3Talk. Today we will be discussing how to maintain your identity in your different relationships. Last podcast, we spoke about identity. It is quite common when we go through major changes, like becoming a parent, that we suffer a loss of identity. I know I did. It is easy to get caught up in your parent identity and forget about who you were before the children. I get it. Kids take up so much of our time and energy that it's hard to make time for anything else. It's the fundamental change that takes place to us as individuals that puts us on such a totally different path to the one we trod as childless young things, free of responsibilities. Of course, the rewards are huge, but sometimes becoming a mother or father can make us feel as if all the other elements of our identity have fallen by the wayside. And with the huge demands of daily life, which daily life places on us, we have precious little time for our interests, ambitions, or even our friends. This can lead us to feel that somewhere down the line, we've completely lost sight of what person who was me before the children came along. But it's vitally important that as parents, we have a strong sense of self. Otherwise, we can end up feeling resentful and lacking in confidence, making us unhappy parents. What do you think, Lucia? I can totally relate to that. And I can see why and how it would be so easy to somehow get lost in there but I would say obviously becoming a parent is a major thing that kind of fully transforms your day and it's pretty much from day to night or night to day however you want to see it but it doesn't necessarily have to be something like that like I know for example uh, when I moved to the UK I think you've heard me saying before I'm from Spain so obviously there's a very different culture there's a very different way of doing things let alone the language and I did have when I first came here, I somehow lost sight of that identity because I was so focused on trying to fit in what I now was or trying to mould to what was better seen in Britain that for a little while I forgot what it was that made me me. Uh, like, you know, I am, as you know, Fleur, and probably for those of you who have been listening, I'm very outgoing, I'm very loud, I'm passionate. I don't shut up. I say what I think. All those things I realized when I first came here that were traits that somehow, if people didn't know you, were not so well received in Britain. So I had to tone it down until I actually realized that that made me who I was. That was me. And if people didn't like who I was, then move on. So it does sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to be as major thing as becoming a parent. It can't be just moving countries, which is another major thing. But you can find these things along your life journey in many different moments. So I think it's key for you guys to stick with us today and listen up as we give you very healthy and good tips to retain and maintain this identity. Yes. So today we're going to give you advice on how you can Maintain your identity with these seven easy tips that you can use every day. Lyanne Laurie, a clinical psychologist, notes that it's important to maintain your own identity with the various relationships in your life. 
She explains that your roles with each relationship in your life are likely to have an effect on how you identify with yourself and how your friends and loved ones see you. It is important to note that regardless of the roles you may have in your romantic or spousal relationship or parent and child relationships, you're not merely a function. Diane says it's important that both you and your significant others see you as part of their lives, but also as having a unique and separate world that they can relate to and need to be sensitive towards. We've put together a few easy tips for you to maintain your identity with your relationships every day. So first one is to how to maintain your identity in your romantic and spousal relationship. So sharing some of your partner's interest is great, but also we need to learn to maintain the friends and activities that we enjoyed before we became a couple. Number one, for example, would be see your friends. So it's great to have a close group of friends, common friends, but also it's great that you can keep up with the friends that you had before. So you can meet up with her for a cup of coffee, a tea, good chat, or you can talk to them about any insecurities that you might be having or offer each other love and support that you need outside your relationship and this is something that you know you can either catch up with friends that you had before or maybe you're making new friends in this new state but it's great that you and your partner have these different groups to tap onto yeah and the second one kind of in your romantic and special relationships is to continue to look after yourself it's kind of like pamper yourself your personal style says a lot about how you see yourself so still buy yourself a new pair of shoes or a colourful scarf or keep the look fresh with a new haircut or a shade of polish, a nail polish you haven't tried before. If your partner likes the new look, then that's just a bonus. But it's about thinking about still looking after yourself. So do your thing, invest time as well in your hobbies you've always enjoyed, even if they don't involve your partner, whether it's painting, horse riding, yoga, exercising, whatever makes you happy. It's really important still to do your thing. I know for me, it's always been important to meet up with friends in a positive way. So I like to go and meet friends for a run a couple of times a week and catch up that way. So if you don't feel like you've got time to meet your friends and do your thing, sometimes you can um, put those two things together. That's a really good one. Now, those were our three tips for the romantic relationship. Now we're going to move on to our relationship with our children. It is important that you learn to never need your children in order to keep busy. Because if you sacrifice your own interests and allow yourself to rely too heavily on your children to take up the, the bulk of your time throughout the teen years or when they are little, then you might struggle with emptiness syndrome when they are finished school and they are, you know, ready to move out of the house and you are not needed as much. So the number one for this relationship with children will be make new friends. So if you spend a lot of time watching your child take part in sports and then other school activities, why not try and make friends with some of the parents that are there? It's good to have a friendly phrase or two when you've got to sit through hours and hours of sports or plays or whatever. And then you know that you're going to meet like-minded individuals that might be your friends for years to come. And uh, who knows, maybe your children would also 
be friends for the years to come, right? Yeah, and I found that with the children going to different schools, those friendships are really important for helping support you with pickups uh, when you need to be at two places at one time and just making you feel like you belong. So making those friendships are important. So the other thing is to do your homework too. As your children grow up and become more self-sufficient, they may not need as much help from you when it comes to homework tasks. So it's a good idea to find little things that pass the time, even when they do still need your help. If it's homework time and your children don't need too much help or supervision, why not use that time to read up on topics you're interested in or learn a new recipe that you can try out for dinner that evening? So still being around, but growing your your learning as well. For me, it's often putting on a podcast when doing those mundane tasks of washing up and washing on. But I still feel that my children need me around if they need to ask for extra support. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, that is a good tip because even if you think that your children don't need you, they are attached to having that parental presence around is a comfort and security. So even though you're not doing the homework with them, you're not helping them do whatever, it's great that they can still see you around because they know if anything happens, they can count on you. That's always a positive, I would say. Yeah, and if you feel you're growing yourself at the same time, then you don't still you don't feel stuck, and you know that can lead to whatever you know your career is going to be after, or if your career wherever it is now, how you're growing that seed for later years when they do leave. So now we're going to move on into our relationship with parents. Now, these can be sometimes tricky because we do feel just because they are our parents, we need to be respectful and not controversial. And some some people actually think that they cannot speak up. And somehow you lose a bit of your identity when you are in touch with them because, you know, you try to comply with the rules that were set to you as you were a child. So this is about teaching you that A, it's okay to be your own self. It is great that you can express yourself around your parents. And it's about helping you in maintaining your identity when you're around them. So the first one would be talk it out. If you're taking care of an ill or aging parents and feeling overwhelmed, which is totally normal, by the way, Make an appointment with a therapist or counsellor so you can talk about how you're feeling and work on coping mechanisms together. It isn't selfish to take care of your mental and emotional well-being, and in fact, it will make you better equipped to help the loved ones you're taking care of. But I would say this also about talking it out with your parents themselves, and it, this doesn't need to be about looking after an aging parent. It could be that perhaps you do have a challenging relationship with your parents and you just need to express it. You just need to really heart to heart, talk to them, tell them what is the issue affecting you and then sort of clear the air in order for you both, your parents and, and yourself to allow to be and have the identity that you guys have. Yeah, and I think it does put a lot of pressure on people nowadays. You know, more people have aging parents around and young children and it causes a lot of emotional stress of trying to do the right thing and trying to share your energy and time and meet everybody's needs. So I think it's really important. The seventh point is take a breath. You know, if 
you've, your caregiving. Caregiving burnout is very real. And one of the symptoms is that you might feel too guilty to take a break or do anything for you while you're caring for a loved one. Even if the loved one's at a distance, you still have them on your mind all the time for taking care of yourself. It's necessary in order for you to give the best care to your loved ones. So take the time to just sit down quietly if that's all you've got time for in the day. You know, we've said about self-care before, have a relaxing bath, take yourself for a nice coffee, but do things for you because like we've said in the past, you cannot pour for an empty cup and you will very quickly lose your identity if you're giving too much to everybody. So elderly parents, children. I know my mum, I've got a disabled sister, I've said before, she looks after her and her partner and our elderly parents. And she finds it very hard to give time to herself because she does feel that guilt. And she realises when she does give that time for herself, even if it's just sitting down for a cup of tea and 15 minutes of watching something or half an hour, she has the energy to give to others. So, you know, losing your identity can happen when you're looking after too many people. So be really conscious of that if there's lots of people who are dependent on you. That's a really good point. Uh, I think we've said it in, in a few episodes before. It's about how you fill up your energy tank so you're able to carry on sharing and giving away what is needed and demanded of you. And certainly with parents, it's even more challenging because as we grow older, we become really aware of the efforts that they all put in to look after ourselves. So in a way, we can feel that it is now our duty to give that back and look after them and show them all the love and, and care that they did when we were growing up. And that is absolutely fine. We do it. But I guess that we also need to be aware until when or to what extent we can carry on doing that, especially if you're also a parent yourself, because you've got two very demanding ends and you get lost in the middle. So it's always good to step aside, get that breather and make sure that you're renewing yourself in order to carry on doing that. So just to recap, it is important to maintain your own identity with the various relationships in your life. And that does take conscious thought and time. And don't feel guilty about that. Feeling guilty is kind of the worst thing because then you are lowering your energy level, worrying instead of making those useful steps daily to meet everyone's needs, including your own. So thank you for joining us today. Please share with anyone you think will find this podcast useful. Thank you for joining and subscribing. We really appreciate it as we can keep giving this free content. If you're not subscribed, do subscribe on iTunes as then it will alert you of the next episode. Keep maintaining your true identity and we'll be back with more tips and tools next week. Sending you lots of positive energy, love and happiness. Have a great week and bye for now.